the Wonder in English community provides free online English lessons for students with an intermediate to advanced level of English. For the full version of this lesson, don't forget to check out wonderinenglish.com, W-O-N-D-E-R in English.com. Hello, this is Courtney back from Wonder in English. So today's podcast is about habits, and I'm going to list off a number of vocabulary words, and I want you guys to listen out for these words during the podcast, and then after, I'll explain them to you. Hopefully you guys can guess them given the context of the podcast. The first word is cement. The second is scheme. Then to accumulate. Ripped abs. Crunches. Decompress. Cue. Triggers. Momentum. And prudently. So these are not all of the vocabulary words. You guys can find even more on the Wonder in English website and you'll have the transcript for this podcast there as well. So don't forget to check out wonderinenglish.com for the full list of vocabulary words. Hello, this is Courtney from the Wonder in English podcast. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about habits and how to correct for bad habits. I often hear people say that if you want a different outcome in life, you can't keep doing what you've always been doing. But that's easier said than done, I think we can all agree. Habits make change difficult and you construct habits that either give you the wings to fly or act like the cement blocks on your feet keeping you down. The tiny little decisions that we make each day often seem insignificant. Like who cares if you eat that one extra cookie or if you go to bed a little bit later tonight and tomorrow, what effect does that have in the entire scheme of your life? it probably doesn't seem like much. However, the fact is that a lot of small actions accumulate into one big outcome in your life. And that's a good thing. That means that we don't have to conquer Mount Everest every time we want to achieve something. We can just work on things a little bit each day, step by step, and then one day we'll wake up with that thing that we've been imagining, that huge dream, and it'll be right there in the palm of our hands. For example, I remember there was one year when I was a lot younger, I think I was in high school, and I decided that I wanted to have ripped abs. (laughs) I just decided that before every shower, I was going to drop down and do roughly 20 crunches. It literally took less than five minutes and I did it every single day before I took a shower. And it seemed like such a small and insignificant amount of effort at the time, but just months later, my abs were completely transformed. I was shocked that that little effort had made any difference at all. It's scary how few people live a life they've consciously and intentionally designed. Many of us spend our days going through the motions without questioning why we do what we do. We go to work and we come home and we sit in front of the TV to eat and decompress. It's a normal habit. But is it creating the life that we want? I always hear people say they would do this or that if they had the time. Oh, one day I'll travel. One day I'll lose weight. One day I'll join that book club. 
but what are they doing today? Or what are they doing on their weekend off? What do they do in the wee hours of the morning before they begin work or before they go to bed? Our free time is often filled with these things that we wouldn't classify as valuable, and yet we do them without question. Why? Because habits don't use our brain. It's wonderful because we can reduce the amount of fatigue and mental drain from making decisions in our life. But it's also critical that we establish good habits so our lives don't just run themselves on a mediocre autopilot. So let's take a step back and critique how we're spending our time. First, let's examine the habits that we have. What do you want to keep and what do you want to enhance and what do you want to destroy? The second step is examining how we can get rid of the bad habits that we do have. A great book, The Power of Habit, talked about how habits are formed and sustained. We normally spend six to 16 hours a day on this autopilot that I mentioned, performing tasks and doing things without conscious thought. It's critical then to master these habits in order to change our lives because most of our life is comprised of habits. Habits are set up on a three-step loop. The first thing that happens is the cue. This is the thing that triggers your unconscious mind to act on a habit. It can be a time, an object, a smell, etc. The second is the routine, the action that you normally do. And the third step is the reward. This is some kind of internal or external satisfaction that you get after completing the routine and it reinforces the habit, which is extremely important. So for example, if I have my tennis shoes laid out in the morning next to my bed along with my running clothes, that is the cue to signal that when I wake up, I should go for a run. The routine is the run, and then after the run, I feel the sense of elation and get to eat a huge breakfast, and that is my reward. A habit like this will be more likely to occur on this loop if I keep setting out my shoes and I keep giving myself that big breakfast reward each and every time. If we want to change a habit, we have to do it in a specific way. If a baby has a toy, you don't want to just take it away and leave them there crying. You have to give them a new one and redirect their attention. The same thing happens with habits. Don't just try to get rid of them, try to replace them. And it's often easiest just to replace the routine aspect of a habit if you want to streamline the process. So let's take a bad habit of mine, for example. In the evenings before I go to bed, I often like to watch TV. I'm a productive human during the day, and then when the sun starts going down, I begin to shut off and look for the remote. I keep thinking how much more productive I could be if I didn't feel this urge at nighttime. And here's my habit loop. The cue is evening time, the routine is watching TV, and the reward is relaxing. So instead, when the sun goes down, I can take a shower, get into bed, and read a book. This way, I'll go to bed earlier without the blue light from the TV, I'll eat less food because I like to eat when I'm watching TV, and I'll do more reading, which I always say I want to do and never leave enough time for. So my cue is the same, it's still evening time. And so is a reward because I'm still relaxing, but this time my routine is different. 
I'm simply replacing it with the action of getting into bed and reading a book. That doesn't mean that changing habits is necessarily easy, but the beauty of habits is that they come from success spirals. So that means you can spiral downward with the momentum of bad habits, but you can also spiral upwards with the momentum of good ones. Habits are always easier with time. So soon reaching for that book will be like second nature. The best part of success spirals is that they're contagious. So once you begin to improve one area of your life, all of the other areas tend to improve as well over time. If I replace TV with a book, I lose weight, I get more sleep, I function properly during the day, and I have more intelligence and perspective from my readings, and oh, I'll probably be a better writer because of it. Yes, success does love company. Recently, I watched a YouTuber's video and she made the goal of sketching every single day of the year. She did complete her goal of sketching 365 days. Halfway through, she said it felt like second nature for her to just pick up that pen and that pad of paper and to begin a sketch. And that's exactly how a habit is. Maybe at first it feels like you're going uphill, but once you reach halfway, once you get to that top, it's like you're running downhill. It's so easy to complete the habit because it's a part of who you are. It's a part of your brain and it's automatized. So you don't have to think about it and make decisions to do it. It becomes part of your daily life. And once you understand how important habits are, you'll then begin to change your life because your life is really composed of every seemingly insignificant choice that you make. Therefore, prudently controlling your habits will lead to your liberation, contentment, and overall life satisfaction. So as 2019 continues on into February, what habits can you put the effort into changing? I promise you it will be worth all the effort. Okay, thank you so much for listening to that podcast. Now I'm going to talk about what these vocabulary words mean that I mentioned before the podcast began. So the first word I said was cement. So cement is what we use to create sidewalks. It's a substance that acts as a binder. So it's used for construction and it sets, hardens, and adheres to other materials to bind them together. So normally construction workers will pour cement over gravel. And it's that very hard white gray substance that our roads are made out of and our sidewalks and our driveways. The second word is scheme. So a scheme is a large scale plan or arrangement that we set up to attain our particular goal or to put something into effect. For example, you could say, that he created a scheme to win a million dollars while gambling. So he set up some big systematic plan to win that money while he was gambling. To accumulate. So when you accumulate something, you're gathering it together and inquiring an increasing number of whatever that is, typically slowly over time. So if you accumulate weight, Slowly over time, you're adding more and more kilos or pounds to your body. Ripped abs. So normally the word ripped means that there's a hole in something. So if you ripped your jeans, you have a hole maybe in your jeans where your knee is or something. However, in this case, 
Ripped means that you're very well formed. You're very muscular. So you can say that somebody is ripped and that means they have huge strong muscles. Or you can say they have ripped abs and abs is short for abdominals, which are your muscles where your stomach is. So if you have ripped abs, then you probably have a six pack or chiseled abs, very strong, bumpy looking stomach muscles. <laughs> and crunches, these are a popular abdominal exercise where you're laying down on your back and you have your knees bent and your feet on the ground and you lift your head and your neck and shoulders off the ground and crunch towards your knees. To decompress means that you're winding down and relaxing normally after a long day. Cue. So something that is a cue serves as a signal to tell you something else, to start something usually. And this is often seen with actors or performers when they're about to start a speech or start their performance on stage, there's something that will cue them to tell them to go on stage. So for example, if two people are acting on stage and another is waiting off stage, they'll listen for a specific word that is their cue for them to run out on stage and continue acting with them. Triggers. So a trigger is something that causes an event or a situation to happen. So it's like the impetus or the catalyst for something to happen. However, we also use this when you talk about people getting angry. So you could say that someone gets triggered and that means that something makes them really, really angry. Momentum. So this is an idea from physics that an object in motion tends to stay in motion. So for example, it's easier to move something that's already moving in that direction. So if you have a car, it's a lot easier to push the gas and get the car to keep going in the direction that it's going than it is to push the brakes. The brakes require a lot more energy because you have so much forward momentum that the brakes have to stop you and give you backward momentum and that takes a lot more energy. In this case, when we're talking about momentum with your habits, it becomes a lot easier to do things over time once you've already gotten used to doing them. They become sort of automatic. And the very last word is prudently. This comes from the word prudent. This is when you tend to act in a careful and thoughtful way, thinking about future consequences. So I'm not going to eat all this chocolate today because I know in the future that will make me fat or sick. Okay, so that's all the vocabulary, but don't forget that you can find even more vocabulary for this podcast on wonderinenglish.com. I have all the vocabulary words written out there as well as a transcript, and the podcast on wonderinenglish.com even has timestamps, so you can click through and go straight to the vocabulary, go to the vocabulary explanations, or just listen to the podcast section. Thank you guys so much for staying tuned, and don't forget to check out Wonder in English on YouTube. We have a new YouTube channel and you guys can access it through the Wonder in English website. In the very top right hand corner, you'll see that there is a button for Facebook and for YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe there as well. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Bye.